Let's take a look at the fourth commandment together. Honor your father and your mother. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not despise or anger our parents and other authorities, but honor them, serve and obey them, love and cherish them. Do I honor my father and mother and other authorities, such as teachers, employers, supervisors, governmental leaders, and pastors, receiving them as gifts that God has put in authority over me? Have I been angry, stubborn, disrespectful for those in authority over me? Do I obey all the laws of city, state, and country? Do I faithfully represent God the Father in disciplining, caring for, and catechizing my children? Do I exasperate my children? Or do I bring them off in the training and instruction of the Lord? Do I threaten, use them, or overbearing to others in my household or workplace? The fourth commandment coming in Exodus 20 has a preceding word, and it has a word that follows it in the Gospels as well. So it flows from the very beginning when the Lord God made humanity, man and woman, in his image and set them in dominion over creation. Now, what he gave them to exercise dominion with was not a scepter or a sword, but a shovel, right? Tend the garden, take care of the animals. In fact, the exercise of dominion was a matter of service. It was a matter of lifting up and caring for what had been given. This follows right along with Jesus' own words about the exercise of authority in the kingdom of God. What is it like to be the top dog in the kingdom of God? Well, to be the top dog in the kingdom of God is to be servant of all, you see. And he demonstrated that even in his own ministry with his disciples by being master and yet washing their feet, giving them an example of what it means to be in charge. To be in charge is to be servant of all. It is lifting up from below. It is supplying and giving everything that is needed to support body and life. It is to mirror God to the rest of creation with his love, provision, and abundant care. It is a matter of being watchful over good and evil, and it is a matter of forgiving and restoring. Exercising authority, then, is a matter of service, just as Jesus himself wore his crown on the cross. So, as we consider God's character with regard to all of these commandments, and also now the fourth commandment, the word ahead of and the word behind this commandment teaches us that it is all about Christian service. Honor your father and mother. The intention of the Lord is not always carried out. But let's consider what the intention of the Lord is. The intention of the Lord is that those he gives us as family are going to care for us. That they are going to be 
the Lord's witness, the God's icons, God's image to us, that we're going to learn best what he is like, what his character is like by godly parents. Parents who perform as he would perform in the household. That care for their children, that bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord, that guide and keep them, that supply all that they need to support this body and life and to provide them his word and spirit that they might be brought into eternal life. Well, that picture, of course, is the ideal. That picture, of course, is not hardly ever played out completely or perfectly in any household. In fact, all of us being sinners struggle to perform both as Christian parents and as Christian children in households any of the things that the Lord commands and gives. But the point of the commandment is to uphold and express the gifts that he intends to deliver. And knowing that our Lord God is gracious in giving us these gifts, we pray that the delivery system for those gifts will continue to be a blessing to all people everywhere, even though we know, of course, that it isn't. It doesn't play out that way hardly often enough. So many of us, I know, can point out to all kinds of experiences, both good and bad, when it comes to family relationships, whether it is in the home ourselves when we were young or in the course of growing up and creating and having families ourselves. There's always opportunities for conflicts. There's always opportunities for those expressions of love to be misunderstood or to be well, missing in action altogether. But that doesn't set aside the fact that God does uphold his hope. He does uphold his ideal and he sets it in front of us so that we can have a vision of what is good, what is right, what he's after when he puts us together in the families. And hopefully that we have some impression of what he means when he calls himself our father who art in heaven. And the good gifts that he intends to deliver to us from his gracious, loving, and abundant hand. Now, the fact that those in authority over us can sometimes be the stopper that, that uh, keeps those gifts from flowing, again, doesn't, doesn't circumvent the fact that God hopes that that's not the case that he sets out for us a standard and a hope that these things are going to work. That the delivery system is going to deliver the good gifts, just as he blesses one generation to bless another. But you've seen that in your own families. You've seen that in your own workplaces as well. There's always, there's always occasions for certain supervisors, those in authority, those over us to be people we shake our heads over, or run into direct conflict with. And we find that that happens as often as not. And hopefully there are due process means for making amends for that and working through such situations. But again, even in those cases, sometimes that's not the case either. And so we bear up and look for and try to see how justice and righteousness can be restored, even in those situations as well, 
from our position in a subservient place. But we learn from those situations what it is like to be abused, and what it is like to have authority used wrongly over us. And hopefully that causes us to have some compassion over those that we have authority over, some compassion for those that we have answerable uh, provision to provide, that we can actually learn better how to be in charge, how to exercise authority in the way that Jesus would, how we can be better washers of feet when our feet have been left dirty by those around us. God gives us these commandments so that we remember what is right and what is wrong. Even while so often we are in the pattern of trying to determine what is right and wrong for ourselves. He trains and keeps us in his word this way. And the venues, as you've even seen in the explanation of the commandment, reach far beyond the home, even beyond the work. All of those who have been given authority over us, all of those who bear the sword in the name of the Lord, have responsibility to bear it in such a way that they are servants. Because ultimately, the final authority is Christ. Ezekiel even knew this. As he's looking over the, the people of Israel and looking over their leaders, he points out to them how the Lord is distinguishing, judging them, recognizing good and evil, seeing how the fat ones are, are pushing out the, the small ones and how they are not serving one another. And as he looks out over their leadership and, and castigates the shepherds of Israel that are, that are abusing those under their care, but letting the word of God grow spider webs over it for its lack of being taught, and how people are giving up hope for the, the cause of God and the, the, con, the, the hope that, that Christ is on the way that their Savior is coming. And so the Lord God himself even reaffirms that hope. Yes, I see what's going on. I saw what the Egyptian taskmasters were doing to you while you were in slavery. And now look at you. You're now doing it to yourselves, one to another, acting as betters over one another and acting in faithlessness. But I tell you what I will do. I will, I will come myself. I will come myself and I will show you once again what it is to have a child. I'll teach you with on-the-job training. I'll come alongside you and I will not just give you my law from the top of Mount Sinai, but I will come among you and I will dirty my hands. And I will breathe my breath of life onto you and into your nostrils. And I will come alongside you and I will show you what it means to reach out and, and touch a leper or to feed the 5,000. I will come myself and I will show you what it is to raise the dead and to cast out demons and to free people from the bondage that they are under. I will show you again what it is to lead and to lead in my way. 
I will set my servant David over you once again, and you will have the authority that you need so that you can always be answerable first and foremost to me, the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, who loves you dearly, who will treat you with that kind of care that you have perhaps been lacking. I will call you home. I will pick you up myself, and I will put you on my shoulders, and I will carry you home, and you will be the guest of honor at the party that I call together with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven, and they will rejoice over you. This is how much I love. There is no depth into suffering. There is no depth even into death and hell that I am not willing to endure. There is no bottomless pit into which I will not venture. For I will go farther down into all the muck that this universe can determine, all the evil that can be generated by hearts and minds and souls and spirits of men, beasts, and demonic powers. And I will go into it all. And I will rescue you. I will lift you out of that crag, out of that mire, out of that hiding place so that you, you can be free in me. His authority to do that it's the authority to work life out of death. It's the authority to bring light into darkness. It's the authority to bring truth into error. It's the authority to bring the word into the confusion of the world that the Lord God brings to the table. And it's the compassion of the Lord Jesus Christ in doing all of this that shows us the method and the way it might go. We were talking this morning in Bible class about what it would be like if, if all of the authority structures around us, all of the peoples in power, all the people above or below us, if, if everyone had the, the servant attitude of a Christian shaped and formed by Jesus Christ, it's almost, almost impossible to imagine. And yet that's the picture, that's the vision that the Lord God puts in front of all of us that he establishes by his word and, and calls us to, into and up into. And there comes a day, there comes a day when it is true. There comes a day when he calls all things to its final conclusion. And he calls us into the resurrection of the body. And he places each one of his own on his shoulders and carries them into his father's household, gathers them around his table, so they might feast with him and all the company of them. There comes a day when that promise becomes our reality. It is his hope that each day until that day, we might live in the faith and hope that he wills it to be so for us even now. So to pray for those who are above us, 
to call them to repentance appropriately in any way, shape, or form that is fitting when it comes time to do so. To do joyfully what they say as it is rightfully and joyfully to be done. And to treat with great love, compassion, and service all those who are dependent upon us. To make sure that they have absolutely everything that they need to support this body and life. My kids heard that from me as they were heading out the door. You have everything you need to support this body and life. One of the things about being a passage kid, I guess. <laughs> but I learned it from the book. And I thought I'd put it into their minds as I would go out to try to slay the dragon. One more time. Day after day after day. But these are what Christian households hope to aspire to. This is what Christian workers and employers and authority people hope to aspire to. Those who would serve, always keeping in mind that they serve a God who has shown himself in the Son, Jesus Christ, shown them very clearly how it is to exercise authority. When you have the world in your hands, to get it that money, to get it that joyfully slaughtered, to wash you. Amen. The peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in faith towards Christ Jesus. Amen.